Football cards collecting and investing. His name is Andy. My name is Carter. It's the Quest Cast, baby. And look, we're going to talk about Adrian Peterson today. The ageless wonder, Adrian Peterson, filling in for King Henry. We're going to get into uh, a very useful tool to look at the most watched football cards on eBay. But, Andy, right off the top here, the story of the weekend is... What looks to be, or what doesn't look to be, the new franchise quarterback of the New York Jets. Let people know what happened to Mike White. Well, Jets fans are are now wanting Mike White to run for governor, president, the whole nine nine yards. Mike White led the Jets to a victory on Sunday over the Cincinnati Bengals, who were first place in the AFC North. And he had four over 400 passing yards, four touchdowns. He did have two interceptions, but he led them to an incredible comeback victory. And in response, the hobby absolutely reacted. It, it was almost baffling. I mean, there, we're talking 1,500 individual buy it now souls where people went deliberately to eBay, pressed that button to buy a Mike White rookie card. Um, the, the entire gambit. I, I, and I went back, I traced it all the way back to the beginning. The prisms, you know, because this is a, a backup quarterback drafted in 2018, small school, drafted in the fifth round. So his prisms were at 99 cents. You know, the RPAs, the rookie ticket autos were anywhere between 20 and $40. And those disappeared Sunday morning. And they got all the way up to, in auction yesterday, base prism, $45. RPA selling for two to $300. It was it was getting nuts, man, and the volume was insane. It was wild. So you're telling me a six foot five quarterback from a small school went to an NFL franchise in the New York region and led them to a victory. Is that Mike White or is that Josh Allen? Yes, they are essentially <laughs> the same people. And we were talking about this actually. And this is actually pretty cool, right? Now, look, we're not letting anyone out there know that Mike White is the next Josh Allen. He's far from it. Uh, Their rushing stats couldn't be more polar opposite. Uh, But it is interesting, right? Like their stories are like near identical outside of, of course, Josh Allen being a top 10 pick and being really good. And Mike White just having, you know, one game but the irony of it is they are in the same rookie class so their cards their prism cards do look very similar and if you actually look at their prism base card they are in the near exact same pose as well uh so it is funny right the similarities between the two of them but understand if you're buying mike white cards this is likely the peak right he had everything go his way he also had the fancy philly special two-point conversion late in that game and also it does help that his rookie card is in a dallas cowboys uniform most iconic brand uh so yes i understand that this is a fun story andy but I would also not invest in the mike white cards thinking that he is the next josh allen 
Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do it either, man. I mean, honestly, uh, looking at his throw velocity is nowhere near what Josh Allen's was coming into the NFL. Like you said, rushing stats, complete polar opposite, polar opposite. And, uh, I mean, the Jets are on a short week. They're going to be playing Thursday night against the Colts. And so this is a short week, and all the spotlight, all the pressure now is going to be on Mike White to keep that starting job. You know, they brought in Joe Flacco because, well, let's face it, they didn't have that confidence in Mike White that maybe they – that they might have now, but if he he's on he's on on a long leash, he's on a short leash, you know. So we'll get to see if that was an anomaly. And a lot of people, if you're buying Mike White rookie cards right now, after he broke out, trying to still get on the upward trajectory of it, because his rookie cards aren't at the prices of a Josh Allen, you could be you could be losing. You could be making very bad investment right now. It's a very risky investment if you're buying right now. And once again, it comes down to the quarterback premium, Andy. And we talk about the quarterback position a lot on this channel because it is what drives a hobby, okay? But understand, you know, once again, I always make this comparison. You can buy Mike White cards for very similar prices. You can get Julio Jones and DeAndre Hopkins and guys that you know for sure are going to go to the Hall of Fame while at the same time are still playing right now so once again they don't play premium positions but they do play on winning teams and they do have a track record of history and they do have shorter print cards those are just two players you can insert any hall of famers name at any position really and and get them for what you could get mike white cards that are cheaper and look i, I here's what I, this is going to be my prediction andy because you saw this as well on Twitter, people flashing their Mike White flips. What I think will happen is people are going to start buying more Jordan Love and Jacob Eason, hoping, hoping for that next great spike as well. Once again, Andy, you, you talk about sound investments not only on your YouTube channel, also in the Patreon and the, and the Discord. I've seen you talk about it. Uh, it's important to understand that what happened with Mike White is very rare, okay? And if you are going to unload a lot of money into some potential quarterback projects that are currently backups now, understand that it's you're basically buying a ticket to the lottery. Yeah, you're definitely buying a ticket to the lottery because he doesn't even come with the draft capital of like a Marcus Mariota. Or, or the you know the athletic profile of a Marcus Mariota. So yeah, you really are buying a ticket to the lottery. Can we can we insert one of those Hall of Famers? Can we insert 2007 Adrian Peterson? Is it, is this a perfect segue? I know it's it's a really perfect. sad time for for my guy Derrick Henry, who I talk about almost every week. But six to ten weeks for him with the foot injury. But they just signed Adrian Peterson. Hall of Famer, yeah. man. Bonafide. So, so I shared this tweet with you before the live stream began, right, from Mike Renner at Pro Football Focus. I know Mike. Uh, he came on my radio show before, and he's a very interesting writer, right? And he tweeted out the ages of the oldest player in the NFL at every position. And previous to the Adrian Peterson signing, do you know who the oldest running back in the NFL was Andy 
Well, I've got the tweet pulled up. Is that fair? <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Huh? I, of, of course, a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan would cheat. I'm kidding. Kidding. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, I saw, De- I saw Devin White lay a good hit on this guy Sunday. Is Mark Ooh. Ingram running back for, for New Orleans Saints? But Mark Ingram popped right back up and he was like, let's go, you know? It was like all my LSU Bama allegiances were like flipped in that scenario. Uh, but yeah, so for those that don't know, the oldest running back in the NFL was Mark Ingram. And it's not so much that he was the oldest running back in the NFL, Andy. It's that his age was very interesting. 31. That was the oldest age of a running back in the NFL. Adrian Peterson is 36. So he is not only the oldest running back in the NFL, he is the oldest running back in the NFL by a wide margin. And I do think, Andy, that is very relevant when you're looking at running backs as long-term investments, because if you do buy uh, Derrick Henry cards, just just give me your cost-benefit analysis of everything surrounding Adrian Peterson and Derrick Henry, because they are very similar, right? Freaks of nature, best running backs in the NFL, unreal talents, uh, what are the prices doing and what should people do as far as investing money in those players? Well, I mean, it's all about that highlight reel and the hall of fame status, you know, and, right. and Adrian Peterson certainly got it. And that's why guys like Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, they're, they're up there. People definitely want to collect and invest their cards, their bona fide hall of famers, you know, and they're written in the hall of fame stone. And, and uh, Derrick Henry's not quite there yet, but he does have an incredible highlight, really. It's some of the best stiff arms you've ever oh. seen in your life, you know, and, and his size and athleticism is just unreal. And he'll be back in six to ten weeks. So certainly, I'm, I, like, I have some Derrick Henry rookie cards, and I'm just going to hold them. In fact, I want to send them off to get graded, and I'm in yeah. no rush to list them and, and or take any offers on them. Uh, now he is 28, but, you know. Right look at these guys that are taking care of themselves and and this this type of injury that he has is absolutely recoverable it's not like he tore his achilles or his acl or, or something more major than i think would uh definitely potentially take him out of his career not be able to bounce back at at full capacity full speed when he when he comes back so i'm just gonna hold and i'm gonna be looking for auctions within the next six to ten weeks if they really tank they really dive which i don't think they will I yeah. don't think they will get that low, but if they do, I'll certainly be there to scoop them up. That's for sure. <laughs> so you make a good point about the highlight reel runs. I mean, Derrick Henry, probably the best highlight reel running back since, you know, Jamal Charles, Adrian Peterson around the, around those regions, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. He, I mean, he's, he's truly incredible. And you got to think about it this way with Derrick Henry. Heisman Trophy winner at the biggest program in the sport in college. Unreal high school career. So his carries are really high, but Derrick Henry always breaks expectations. It has been three years in a row, three years, okay, that the fantasy community has said fade Derrick Henry. And all he's done is exceed the expectations every single time. Year, Even when he came into the league, Andy, people were talking about, well, Nick Saban ran him into the ground. 
And he did have some 40 carry games in the SEC, and it still doesn't matter. So my my brain says at some point Derrick Henry's body is just breaking down. But at I mean, at every step, I mean, this is a guy who takes care of his body, works his tail off in the offseason, does all the right things, team leader, big personality. I I, st- I still like him uh, as as a long term play because I do think he's going to go into the Hall of Fame, um, and I do think uh, he won't be like Mark Ingram. I think I could see Derrick Henry playing another five years in the NFL with two more years of prime. And Andy, it goes back to this point that you have made in basically every podcast we've done. There is the Tennessee Titans factor, weak division. Uh, I kind of like some of the things that the Colts are doing, not on fire about it. The Texans are the Texans and the Jaguars are the Jaguars. So you also know this, that once again, things change quickly in the NFL. We're going to get to the Chiefs in a second, but I just don't see anything changing in the AFC South, not only this year, but it's going to be hard to not see the Titans be a really good team next year as well. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, look at his injury return timetable too, six to 10 weeks. That's the perfect time for a comeback in the playoffs with how serious he takes his training. You know, he's going to be like on his physical therapy, trying to get back on the field as quickly as possible. And uh, six to 10 weeks puts them right in the playoffs. They just knocked off Indianapolis this past week. So they're now another game ahead in the AFC South. It's like they're almost a shoe win at this point uh, for the playoffs. And uh, so, and yeah, man, like like you said, uh, if if people are going to let those auctions, they're going to try and panic and list Derrick Henry here in the next couple months and the demand's going to fall and they're ending auctions. Uh, and auctions are going to go way undervalued, well, then I'll probably scoop some up. So what about Adrian Peterson? I mean, Hall of Fame lock at this point, I I, I would say. Uh, You know, I I look at that region. Once again, I think the biggest question that a lot of people, Andy, would ask you is what is the print run of rookie cards around Adrian Peterson's rookie year which was 2007 if i'm not mistaken what 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 kind of cards not only for adrian peterson but if you're looking at uh larry fitzgerald who's like early 2000s but more so in that 2007 region adrian peterson came in along with marshawn lynch what are the types of cards in that mid-2000s region because at that time prism wasn't even thought of yeah, Prism wasn't even thought of. So you had Topps Chrome. Topps Chrome is where it's at for 2007. It's the iconic set. It's got these you you won't you won't be able to miss it. It's got a big red rookie card logo. It's got a black border and it's got these four little squares in each corner. Uh it, it's just a very iconic look. It's definitely the most liquid card from that year and they make their Prism variation. They have the Topps Chrome Refractor, the Topps Chrome X-Fractor. And there's not a ton of parallels, not a ton of short print parallels, and the print runs aren't crazy. When you go back to 2007, the number of available listings for his Topps Chrome are per- very, very conservative. It's not not wild at all. So the prices, you know, for a PSA nine are around a hundred dollars for Adrian Peterson. Um, and and you know they have other cards from that year. You got you have like a Topps Finest. The Topps Finest is another nice chrome finished card from 2007. 
Um, you have score, which is like your base card from 2007. So those are kind of the cards that I would stick with right there. And um, yeah, I mean, the prices, the prices are elevated, but I mean, I'm still like looking at a listing like, oh, there's also a Bowman Chrome from 2007. So that was Bowman was right. owned by Tops, and Bowman was another, you know, uh, kind of subset of Tops from 2007. Nice, nice looking card as well. Just nothing as iconic as that 2007 Tops Chrome. And it is interesting if you want to go way, way, way back. I've seen a lot of people list Barry Sanders cards. You know, I'm. Man, those Barry Sanders rookies are so iconic, man. I, I the whether uh, they just look so cool. It's one of him sitting on the bench, and it's kind of a photo of him at like a profile. You know, I, I don't know. I just grew up running back was my favorite position. So, like, I loved Adrian Peterson. I loved Marshawn Lynch. There's also another interesting rookie in that class. Darrell Revis cards in that 2007 class are really, really, really cheap. You can get for good prices. But I agree with you, man. Those those topped cards are, are, are something else, man. And before we get into some Patrick Mahomes, uh, let's let's just go ahead and throw a big juicy question out here in the middle of this, Andy. This wasn't even a part of our deep 10-minute show prep, but – would you like, even though we know Fanatics is around the corner and all that stuff, I miss Tops, man. I really do. I I I loved Tops NFL cards. I like Prism as well. But man, I, I, I wish I wish Tops was back in the NFL game, as in like the officially licensed NFL game. I dig it, man, because I think that it's good to have competition. Yeah. Competition. It fuels each company to be better and, and become better at what they do, refine their strategies and evolve within the market. Um, and when you have a monopoly like Panini has in the NFL, uh, they can get sloppy. Like we saw in 2020, we saw them get sloppy with a lot of cards they printed in 2020. Let's be real, you know, and they definitely got out of control with the amount of parallels. I think we can all agree on that. And if tops came in, they would definitely have um, they would definitely have an effect on Panini and cause them to look at what Tops is doing and Tops would look at what they're doing and it would just the competition would be good. It's just like having you know choices with your cable company or choices with right. your electric company. That competition is good. Bold prediction: Fanatics buys Tops and Tops brings back NFL cards. Ooh. Why not? Why not? One of this is still my favorite card. I just got it. The Tyron Matthew Tops Chrome Auto. Man, I just I, I don't know. Tops Chrome. I've just kind of grown into it. I used to be all about Prism, but man, dude, I just freaking love Tops. So once again, uh, I think Adrian Peterson cards are always going to be great buys. I think Marshawn Lynch cards are very interesting. He's going to have like the weirdest Hall of Fame candidacy probably ever because once again there are running backs out there that are better than Marshawn Lynch but how many are more iconic uh than him from the region that he played uh I I don't know I don't know many you want to talk about highlight real running backs so I think Marshawn Lynch would be very interesting uh his appearance on the Manning cast a few weeks ago was very interesting so once again there there's some very interesting mid 2000 players that you can get now uh before we get into our hobby tip of the day we have been on patrick mahomes watch recently andy puts up 
another not so great game. And, you know, it, 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 it helped that other players like Joe Burrow and, um, and, uh, uh come on, uh, quarterback for the chargers, uh, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. Yeah. It helped that they lost and neither of them necessarily played all that well. Um, but they're still playing better than Patrick Mahomes right now. I think Andy, the people that spend a lot of money on Patrick Mahomes cards, some of the listeners of this podcast are those people are starting to panic. Not necessarily that Patrick Mahomes isn't playing well. It's that every other quarterback in the AFC up to this point has exceeded expectations, right? Uh, Josh Allen is playing even better than he was last year. Uh, Lamar Jackson is playing better than he was last year. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, uh, even if you look at the NFC, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, all those guys are playing just as good, if not better. And the only elite quarterback I can think of right now that's not playing as well as he did last year is the one modern quarterback who prices are the highest. So what would you say to Patrick Mahomes buyers right now? Because he really, really is not playing well right now. Yeah, and I think that his prices may continue to drop. This is oh. my my hesitation in telling people to buy because his prices are down. I'm, I'm looking at base Donruss's now that are closing in the mid-100s, like around $150, which is you know down 50% from what they were back in April. Um, you know, and I'm looking at his prism. I'm looking at his raw prism that closed an auction today at $790. And this is down big time. This is down four or $500 from what they were before the season. Yeah, I know. And uh, the, the problem is they've got a very difficult upcoming schedule. They're playing the Packers this week and they've got the Raiders. Uh, and then I think they're, I can't remember who else they're playing, but they've got a very, they've got the most difficult schedule in the next uh, three weeks in the NFL when you look at their opponent's win percentage. So this is going to be a very challenging time for Patrick Mahomes. All the other defenses in, in the NFL have the blueprint on how to stop Patrick Mahomes. They're forcing him to make mistakes. He barely won that game last night against the Giants, the against Giants. the two and five Giants. I mean, I saw him throw multiple interceptions. One of them, he got very lucky. The guy was offsides and it got called back. And then I saw him fumble the ball also in a very critical moment where his offensive lineman recovered otherwise the chiefs would have lost that game last night so andy we were talking about it on the pod before the season about how ridiculous his prices were compared to everyone else now what's interesting is all the other modern quarterbacks we listed each and every one of them outside of maybe aaron Rodgers. Um, who's not, I wouldn't call him modern anyway. Um, all those guys could win Super Bowls this year and their careers wouldn't be as good as Patrick Mahomes. So you do have that going for you if you're a Patrick Mahomes buyer because he's been so freaking incredible. And then when you look at like advanced stats like EPA per play and all that other mumbo jumbo, he's still playing well, like he's still moving the football some, but. These turnovers are getting bad. These off-platform throws that he's trying to force are starting to get bad. And, yeah, I, I would be a little concerned if I was a buyer of his cards because 
I don't know if we're ever going to see his prices go back up to what they were before this season unless he gets back to the Super Bowl this season. Um, so, yeah, you know, th- this is probably a good lesson for people. Uh, just because everyone else is buying Patrick Mahomes doesn't mean that you need to as well. There's always other opportunities, okay? There's an infinite amount of cards out there that you can invest in, and it'd be good long-term investments, okay? One player, Russell Wilson, is one of those guys. You want to talk about tops? You want to talk about first-year prism? You want to talk about uh, other aspects of it? Because right now, Andy, you know, Russell Wilson is is a very interesting play because, you know, the Seahawks aren't going to be, you know, playoff contenders this year, but uh, I mean, Russell Wilson's still a hall of fame quarterback, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And he's, he's married to Ciara, you know, so he's very likable in in the limelight on TV, uh, popular on social media. I think there's a high probability that Russell Wilson could move to another team next year. This would be massive for his rookie card value. So all those factors considered with the collectability factor and everything of that 2012 product, it it does make him a good buy right now, especially when you compare his prices to Patrick Mahomes. So now we get to the hobby tip of the day, Andy, and this is really, really a good tip. And Honestly, I would say probably half of your investing success has come from this single tip, which is looking at auctions at very obscene and weird times. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. It's become kind of like my morning routine, you know, when I'm checking my social media feed and stuff like that. I'll I'll typically pop over to eBay and I have got a few guys in mind that I'm typically getting like I'm, I'm looking at my dynasty rankings, you know. And and looking at guys that are in the top 20 of my dynasty rankings just aren't getting the 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 right team scenario to make a playoff run, what have you. They're not getting a lot of opportunity in their offense right now. And I'll just go and look at auctions and I'll flag them. They could be seven days out, but I like the card, like a rookie ticket auto that's got no reserve. It's currently at 99 cents and it's ending seven days out at like 930 a.m. on a on a Monday or a Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. And flag them. And then when it gets closer to that time, 15 minutes out, my phone sends me a notification. And I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, there's that auction I'm looking at. And then I open it up and I'm like, oh, wow, that's still at $5. Okay, I'll go ahead and put in my max bid of $20 or something, whatever I feel comfortable in, depending on what the card is. And I've won, I've won a good share of those cards for very cheap cards that I feel are very good uh, investments to flip, even flip opportunities to turn around. And then list it in a buy it now and let it sit until that player blows up, breaks out like Mike White did on Sunday, you right. know, and then that demand will go go to eBay and they'll press the buy it now button and you can you can make a nice little chunk of change that way. Yeah, you know, there's a couple of things you can do when when you're you're looking for a certain player. I do think it is better to look for players instead of what I do. I like I'll I'll type PSA 10 and then put it ending recently. And sometimes, you know, you'll get a good deal whenever you do something like that. Or if you put the word refractor in an eBay search, I've had some success buying and flipping, as you know, with that. Um, but I do think it, it's as far as doing your research, look for players because that does 
limit your focus. You won't make as many mistakes. You won't be as scattered. And your approach, Andy, of actually doing the work. And I'm going to plug the Patreon again. You do this each and every week for people on Patreon. To You do the focus. You do the research for certain players. And just by watching you do it, it's helped my process as well look for certain players to flip as well. So uh, once again, we plug the Patreon and the Discord. You can hang out with us and ask us questions or hang out with other people that are even smarter than us that have been in the game longer than us. Uh, and, and, you know, whenever you do the research, it will pay off in the, in the long term. So yeah, look at those auctions in the middle of the day. You never know what could happen. Also, there's a pretty cool tool, Andy, that you have from a uh, sports collector daily that could give you some good insight of which cards are being watched the most. Yeah, it's it's pretty neat. So Sports Collector Daily, sportscollectorsdaily.com is is a really cool website. They've got a lot of, of different articles, you know, all all related with the sports card hobby and sports memorabilia. Uh, but within their menu, you can go to football cards, you can go to most watched items, and they've actually flagged and brought these into their their website and they'll show you the most watched uh, for example, they have several different selections. One of them is NFL rookie cards. And then they have a couple hot players like they've got Patrick Mahomes. They've got Tom Brady, right. uh, Justin Herbert on there. And you can go to like I went to NFL rookie cards in general to see which are the most watched NFL rookie cards on eBay right now. And it, it's pretty interesting to see what that that top list that top list is. Uh, showing yeah. my screen right here, you can see that the most watched cards right now is a Kaboom Mac Jones, which just came out. Absolute just came out. So you got the most watched out of the two. The two of the top three are Kabooms of Trevor Lawrence and Mac Jones. Right. So scroll to the top really quickly, Andy, for those that are watching on YouTube. Once again, if you're doing the audio version, so you go to a menu right there and uh, and then you go to hot on eBay and then. It's yeah. pretty straightforward from there. And then you can look baseball, hockey, all that stuff. And that's obviously something that could help you out a lot because it does show you not only what people are looking at. It also shows you the bids as well to give you an idea of which cards are hot. I am interested in Mac Jones uh, because obviously Andy here at the end, you know, we want to give you uh, something to look out for it, 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 based on your research. Is Mac Jones now the number one quarterback in this rookie class? <laughs> he is, man. He is the number one quarterback in this rookie class as of right now. Absolutely. Wow. NFL ready. NFL ready, man. I guarantee you San Francisco 49ers are sitting there. John Lynch is sitting there wondering what if if we if we drafted Mac Jones. Yeah, and you know, there was reports out there that that's what Shanahan wanted to do was draft Mac Jones. So um yeah, it's 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 very interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a bold prediction here, Andy, at the end of here. All right. I still strongly do believe this, and I've not wavered on this. Uh I still think um Zach Wilson could turn out to be a decent pro. I've said this on on this show um before, but I still think the best rookie quarterback in this class is Justin Fields. I still do think so. And 
once again, you know, he is a highlight-worthy quarterback. So Mac Jones might end up being the best rookie quarterback, but he's not going to produce the types of highlights that Justin Fields is going to produce, right? And the dual-threat quarterbacks really do move needles uh, in this hobby. So it, it's it's very interesting. I do think if Justin Fields continues to be – kind of struggly i i kind of hope justin fields doesn't ball out too much out of control i kind of hope he gets benched again because then that'll keep his prices down and then i could buy a bunch of them i am a huge justin fields guy i think of the long term he's going to produce some of the highest craziest highlight reel types of throws something else i like a lot about justin fields andy Chicago market. They have been dying, dying for an elite quarterback. Uh, they haven't had one since McMahon in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl shuffle. Uh, no one ever thought Jay Cutler was elite. No one ever thought Kyle Orton was elite. No one ever thought that those guys were who they were. Uh, I still think Justin Fields in the long term will be a pro bowl level quarterback. So I think uh, right now, he is going to be an unbelievable buy um, out of any of the rookie quarterbacks. And once again, his prices are going to be high because he is a rookie quarterback and he's played okay. But I, I still think he'll be better than Lawrence. I still think he'll be better than Wilson. I still think he'll be better than Jones. And I still think he'll be better than Lance, even though his situation probably isn't as good as as any of those guys, knowing uh, what, what Matt Nagy is doing to him in Chicago right now. So uh, you know, that's going to be my play ish of the day. Justin Fields. Don't, don't sleep on Jay Fields. I, I like it, man. Uh, I think Justin Fields, you know, I see a lot of Russell Wilson type of play ability in Justin Fields. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in the sense that is deep ball, man, whenever he does have time in the pocket, uh, he does have a really nice deep ball like Russell Wilson. And he does have athletic ability to break some tackles. I saw him make a really nice touchdown run this past week. Uh, so I, I definitely think Justin Fields has got that ability with him. And everybody was talking on, on Twitter because, uh, you know, Matt Nagy was out on Sunday with COVID. It was like the best game we've seen from Justin Fields all season, you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, that's that's going to be my play of the day. Look, just, just be mindful. Once again, his prices are still – I mean, you're not going to get – a good Justin Fields car for less than a hundred bucks, but understand that I still think he's going to be a superstar uh, in this league. Um, but yeah, Andy, that's, that's all I have for today. Is there anything else uh, that that's on your mind right now that you've seen in the past week or so in the hobby? Well, I didn't give you my play of the day. Well, well I, 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 I teased it up for you to go play of the day. I, <laughs> I gave you mine. I thought for sure you were just going to spit it. I, I thought you were going to save it for the Patreon. But you go on ahead and give your play of the day, Andy Frederick, Kaysen the third of Nottingham. You go right on ahead. <laughs> well, as I, do give, I do give a play of the week every week on, on Patreon. Like, like Carter said, patreon.com slash football cards. And I write up an article research about the player and uh, like seven to ten different auctions to actually watch for that player that i would that i would target um some of them ended really really favorable last week uh but right now you know i'm looking at the las vegas raiders at five and two 
And one okay. of the guys that popped out at me that I've been targeting extremely buy low, had a really good first week, emergent week, if you will, here is the tight end that stepped in for Darren Waller. And that's Foster Moreau on oh the Las God. Vegas. I, on, yeah, man, on the Las Vegas Raiders. And so um, whenever I look at Foster Moreau, I'm like, dude, this guy is an incredible athlete. And if Darren Waller is sidelined at all, Foster Moreau, 6'4", 253. Hey, you went to LSU, man. <laughs> Did you know that? Did you know that prior to this weekend? I did not. I did not. Huh? 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 So, yeah. So, and, and then, man, the guy uh, showed really good athleticism in that game, had a nice touchdown grab, looked really good on the field connection with Derek Carr. Um, he's been on the team now for a couple years. And so, if Darren Waller misses extended time, or even when Darren Waller comes back, Foster Moreau may s- still see more, more playing time. And maybe Darren Waller's unable to, to, to be 100% healthy going into the playoffs here. I kind of like investing in Foster Moreau. We'd see how much Derek Carr is leaning on his, his tight ends, and now they're going to be without Henry Ruggs potentially for the rest of the year. So that's going to leave some vacated targets. Uh, I think I'm going to put some more money down on Foster Moreau. I was able to secure a rookie ticket auto numbered out of 99 in an auction just, I think it was this morning, for $15, Carter. <sighs> Rookie ticket auto numbered out of 99. Yeah, so I had the opportunity to get a Foster Moreau one of one about a year ago. Someone just reached out to me out of the blue and said, hey, I have this card. And I'm kicking myself for not actually, you know, getting it. Um, I'm glad you brought him up. So Foster Moreau, crazy story, right? He was the last player in LSU's recruiting class when he came out of high school. So he was called by Les Miles at the time, you're going to be the 25th player. Do you want this scholarship? So it was a miracle because two other players had the option of taking that final scholarship in the scholarship class, and they said no. And Foster Moreau, a three-star tight end at a Jesuit high school in New Orleans, Louisiana, was you know hardly any scholarship offers. It was a miracle miracle that he ended up at LSU and all he did was exceed expectations at LSU. Um, He wore the number 18 uniform at LSU, which is a really high honor. It's the highest honor you can get as an LSU football player is getting the number 18 uniform and they don't give it to just anyone. You got to have high character. You got to have high work ethic. Uh, Foster Moreau does a lot of nonprofit work off the field as well. Interviews. Well, I mean, he's just everything. So the one thing you're going to get is someone that, you know, is at every level has exceeded expectations. And I don't see it any different with football cards as well. So I'm glad you brought him up. I did not think we were going to get a Foster Moreau reference because obviously, you know, my full-time job is doing LSU YouTube at Power Hour LSU. And uh, I, I look at every LSU player really, really deeply and I'm glad you brought him up. I'm going to go buy some some Foster Moreau. And you're right. I mean, if Darren Waller wasn't the first team tight end, Foster Moreau would probably be a TE1 in fantasy. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it, it, may, it might not even be with the Raiders. I mean, there's a lot of teams out there that are hungry for, uh, for a tight end. And mm-hmm. he, he could definitely be that guy somewhere else. 
And um, and yeah, I see him playing in the league a long time. So I like that, man. I like that you bringing up some LSU Tigers, baby. I freaking love it. So yeah, I like I like Foster Moreau a lot. So once there again, tell tell people where they can get some Foster Moreau buys. The best way to do that is by joining our Discord. Yeah, man, we we we, we drop and we share um auctions and items in there back and forth with the community you know we're 24 strong right now uh shout out to iwin so i shared a cd lamb gold numbered out of 10 um select die cut 2020 field level select gold die cut numbered out of 10 it was a psa 9 i think and it was an auction that was around 180 bucks i shared it in the discord iwin got it he won the auction for $200, got the card, listed it in a buy it now format, sold it for $600. No, he didn't. Are yes, you kidding did. me? Yes, he did, what? man. What? Yep. A 200 to a 600 flip? Yep. Are you kidding me? From from uh, the from the uh, auction I shared in the Discord. Mm. So I'm very happy for him. And uh, that's the kind of stuff that we do back and forth for each other. So, you know, I share that with you guys, whoever, you know, it's uh, we're not all online at the same time, you know, yeah, but yeah. Uh, we get in there when we can get in there and we, you know, it's it's super chill and uh, we have a lot of fun. I hadn't been in there. I did not uh, over the uh, like I posted something in there last week about uh, Tyron Matthew I did not see that. Wow. Iwin, are you kidding me, man? Share the wealth. Next thing you know, Iwin is going to be up there with Mark Cuban trading cryptocurrencies, buying the Mavericks. Are you kidding me? That is a flip of all flips. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's interesting. And that's what we're going to talk about in the next episode. The gold factor. I think golds are kind of in in vogue right now. So that'll be uh, in episode number twelve. So there you go. So make very sure much so gold. Yeah. yeah, very much so. Yeah, let's let's talk about that next week. Fantasy football card quest on YouTube. Check out all his latest videos over there. Uh, subscribe. We're on every uh, podcasting platform uh, that you can find. And uh, next thing you know. This is this is what we're going to be doing every day the rest of our life. Football cards. You got to love it, man. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Peace. 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 Peace.